Hi, this is Mackie Shellstone with another Maximum Wellness Podcast. Today my topic is 8,500 daily steps reduces a high-fat meal risk to cardiovascular disease. Uh, This podcast I'm going to do today is a little more involved, and bear with me on it because I sum it up for you, but it's important uh, when I'm discussing this new uh, concept that I cite all the appropriate research. Uh, and then tell you if you want to read it where you can do where you can do just that. An individual who is overweight or obese with a dysfunctional lipid pattern, especially triglycerides, that's a blood fat elevated from excessive consumption of simple carbohydrates and saturated fats, primarily from fast food, may be at greater risk to what's called postprandial, that means after a meal, hypertriglyceridemia. What that means is an elevated blood fat of triglycerides. According to clinical relevance, uh, relevance excuse me, of non-fasting and postprandial hypertriglyceridemia and remnant cholesterol, which appeared in 2011 on PubMed.gov, quote, non-fasting triglycerides are measured at any time within to up to eight hours after any normal meal, while postprandial triglycerides are measured at a fixed point within up to eight hours of what's called a standardized fat tolerance test, end quote. In the general population, 38% of men have a non-fasting, that's postprandial, after a meal triglyceride level of roughly greater than 176 milligrams per deciliter. That's how they're measured while 45% of men have non-fasting postprandial triglyceride levels of 89 to 176 milligrams per deciliter. Now, the corresponding fractions in women are 20% and 47%. uh, Notes the study authors from the Human Performance Laboratory, the Department of Kinesiology and Health Education at the University of Texas at Austin. Now, The implications are such, quote, non-fasting triglycerides marked a 17 and five-fold increased risk of myocardial infarction, a five and three-fold increased risk of ischemic stroke, and a four and two-fold increased risk of early death in women and men in the general population if they were well out of line of normal laboratory standards. The good news is that the research has demonstrated that a single exercise bout involves, <clears throat> that involves taking between seven and 8,000 steps per day prior to that high triglyceride-type meal uh, in the evaluation resulted in a reduced and improved what's known as hyperlipidemia. In other words, they improved on those elevated blood fats. Now, citing new research, daily step count and postprandial fat metabolism, which appeared in Medicine and Science uh, in Sports and Exercise in February of 2021, commented that, and I'm going to quote, in participants who were sitting for greater than 14 hours a day, and taking only 1,650 steps per day. A one-hour bout of running at 67% of what's called your VO2 max, that's your maximum oxygen consumption, 
failed to improve postprandial elevated triglycerides the next morning, end quote. It seems, notes the research, quote, that physical activity, that being, uh, in, excuse me, physical inactivity, that being high sitting and severely reduced step count, rendered the participants resistant to the normal acute improvements in the indices of cardiometabolic health that are normally derived that you would expect from a one-hour bout of running, end quote. That phenomenon is labeled exercise resistance. That means becoming, quote, resistant to the normal improvements in indices of cardiometabolic health that are normally derived from a one-hour one hour bout of running. So, as I said, I'm going to give you the takeaway message. The takeaway message is that despite one hour of running at what w would be considered a moderate pace, something that most people would not do or tolerate, the prolonged running bout failed to kickstart the metabolism when sitting too long and taking too few total daily steps. That's an important statement. It could be concluded that the extended running bout may have fatigued the runner or the individual such that they sat longer and took fewer steps the rest of the day. That begs the question of what is the minimum step count to assist dietary restrictions to lower that risk of a post-meal elevated blood fat. Understanding that a high saturated fat meal may keep the triglycerides elevated for up to 8 to 10 hours. Many heart attacks come in the early morning hours. 2 to 3 a.m. would people typically have that high fat meal um, in the evening. Now, the journal researchers sought to systematically investigate the effect of reductions in the daily step number and a single one-hour bout of moderate intensity, that was that 65% of your maximum endurance exercise to improve the next day uh, postprandial meal response to those triglycerides and glucose, as well as look at how well you were using fat. That's called fat oxidation. To bring about their investigation, the Texas researchers recruited 10 participants who completed three five-day trials in a randomized crossover design using various levels of step reduction. After two days of controlled activity, participants completed two days of either low, limited, or normal steps. Um, that was 2,675, 4,759, and 8,481 steps per day, respectively. The participants then completed a one-hour running session the evening of the second day. High-fat uh, tolerance tests to determine the triglyceride status were performed on the next morning, and the post-meal responses were compared. Here's what they got. The primary finding was that when individuals took only 2,675 uh, uh, or 4,759 daily steps, that was lower limited steps, their postprandial elevated plasma triglyceride responses and whole body fat oxidation were significantly impaired compared when they took 8,431 steps, 8,431 daily steps. That was considered normal. Although it should be noted that their 
their freely chosen steps in the control phase, that was the people that just um, were out doing their own thing, were approximately 10,000 steps per day. That's what the researchers concluded. More importantly, the data supported the recommendations that for optimal fat metabolism, people do not need to reduce their step counts below 8,500 steps per day, even if they are additionally exercising at a moderate intensity pace. So you remember, remember that if you're going to do that one hour of running, then you still better keep some steps up because that one hour of running may tire you out so your steps go down to like 2,675 or whatever. I will tell you that prior research talks about uh, between 10,000 and 12,000 steps per day that are effective at supporting consistent fat loss, weight loss, with appropriate caloric intake. Now, as I said, if you want more information about this and you want to read more about this, you can go to maxwellnutrition.com. That's Maxwell, M-A-X-W-E-L-L, nutrition, N-U-T-R-I-T-I-O-N.com. You'll find a wealth of information and more there. I urge you to go um, check it out. It's quite impressive. So as I said, there was a lot to this one, but I hope I summed it up for you and I gave you a source where you can go uh, check this out. I'll be back next week with another Maximum Wellness Podcast. I'm Mackie Shulstone, asking God to bless you, keep you safe, healthy, and in, in these times of COVID. But it appears that um, with more and more vaccines coming available to the public and more people being inoculated, we will overcome this together. Team effort. That's what we do. I'll talk to you next week. Have a great week.